0: everyone you're listening to Ed Young Radio Ed Pastor's Fellowship Church and we want to thank you for listening with us These next few minutes together can change your life and you can always hear more by visiting edyoung.com Enjoy the message
1: Thank you so much for being here today we're talking about communication in marriage and if you're single or if you're a student if you're talking to someone if it's official if you're dating whatever you want to say, this is, a, this is a very important topic because communication, obviously, but just think about it for a second, will take your entire life and you have your entire marriage to work out communication and the challenges of communication.
0: So as we're in this series, The Seven Senses of Marriage, we're talking about communication today, speaking and hearing. So as you said, if you're single, um, if you're a student, communication is a part of everything we do. And so when you practice good communication when you're young, you tend to carry that with you as you grow older and then hopefully perfect it as the days roll off the calendar, is that Exactly.
1: that right? and- Many people here, Lisa, are in different situations. Some of you really are struggling with communication. It's been a struggle in our marriage, even though that's what I do for a living. It's not been easy for the last 40 years to always communicate tactfully, timely, lovingly, beautifully. Do
0: you think sometimes people think that because you know we've spoken on marriage, we teach on marriage, Definitely. it's like, you know, oh wow, I'm sure they never argue, I'm sure they never have a crossword, you, I'm sure yeah. they never name all these different things. And that's not I true. am here to testify that that is not true. We <laughs> struggle with the very same things in our marriage that everybody else does.
1: We do. And I've I've been reading and talking, as Lisa has as well, we talked to a lot of great Christian counselors, a lot of pastors, a lot of marital experts, and basically there are four areas where we tend to have discussions or, or arguments. The, the first I want to talk about is, is the social issues. Like Maybe one is more social than the other. You, you might think, well, okay, that's not a big deal. It is though, Lisa, because all of a sudden you can get into those conflicts about, let's say I wanna have someone over or I wanna do this and you're like, no. And then I'm like, yeah, if you would just be more social.
0: I think in our relationships, the social aspect is not so much about the hospitality of inviting people into our homes because you and I are about equal on that. What I've, I was about to say what I get frustrated with, but that would be Say it, say it, say <laughs> it. Say it. <laughs> okay. All right. I will. Thank you for the permission. Uh-huh. Um, but Ed will talk to anyone at any time, anybody. If we're flying on an airplane, the person sitting next to him, or it could be even across the aisle. Oh, I like your shoes. Tell me about your shoes. What? You know. Um, you know. Before you could. You know. Now you yeah. can't hardly hear anybody. But um, now it's he like, oh,
1: like your shoes. <laughs> what you say? Oh, pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Eat Thank something you, Dr. And Fauci. Pull your, pull your mask down and eat something and we'll talk. Uh, so anyway, or we go into a store. He's going to have a conversation that's going to last and last and last. And Meanwhile, sometimes you'll be
1: like, let's which, go. And I'm like, I know, I'm, I'm getting into a good and, conversation. And invariably,
0: it ends up being a very positive thing. The conversation breaks the ice kind mm. of allows for deeper conversation. So I, but that's just not the way I roll. I am, I am the one who goes into the store, gets what I need and I'm back out because I've got other things to do. So to anyway, me, it's an me. adventure
1: going to the store. He,
0: it's an adventure for him, but anyway, but, but I'm telling you,
1: hey, hey kids, newlyweds, those of us who've been married 40 years, this will be a constant issue. 69%. And this sounds like a depressing number, but it's not 69% of all issues in marriage are redundant. In other words, you're not going to solve them. Lisa's not going to change me into an introvert. It's not going to happen. And I'm not going going to change her into this loud, (laughs) laughing, asking people questions, joking around a lot or whatever person. So although,
0: to, although I have learned and I've learned, I've learned, I've learned to be a little bit more engaging because mm-hmm. sometimes I can actually come across a little rude if I, and you're know, basically trying an trying to Lisa in
1: is an introvert at heart
0: at heart. She I really am.
1: is. And some people are like, Oh no way. Well, she is. I am. And I'm an extrovert. That's a shocker. <laughs> I know for a lot of people.
0: Okay. So the social aspect. So, but one.
1: let me tell you this though, where you're strong. I need to lean into that. She's strong at being organized, at being methodical, at at those things. So I should lean into that, and I've learned a ton. Just like hopefully I'm loud, storytelling, talking to people, she leans into that. And that's what the Bible says about oneness, becoming one. Another issue that you're gonna deal with is, and this sounds just trite, but it's. uh, tremendously big, I'm talking about household chores. Now, I love household chores. I am Mr. (laughs) DIY. I've never met a project I didn't like. Lisa, on the other hand, is more lazy. She's a little bit lazy. She likes to sit around (laughs) and sip, I don't know, espresso and eat bonbons while I'm doing all the work around
0: um, so anyway, since the, we always tell the it's truth from true. this stage. No, I'm joking. Um, but that's one of the things that yes. we have to communicate. Recently, um, one of the communication sticking points is that we have, um, we have a Great Dane puppy and a Maltese puppy. You know, so, we always
1: talk about dogs, but I we know. love dogs.
0: But I, I I feed the Maltese in the morning and I get the food out. I use one section of the counter because that's why I would, you know, you only have to clean that one little section. So we do everything here and you put the dry food in, you add a little bit of the moist food and then you put it down for her and give her water and all of that, watch her eat and then you're done. And of course you're going to put the can back in, the top back mm. on of the food. And Ed has a different method. And he begins with um, the dry food at this part of the counter. And then he thinks, well, why not go over here and do the wet food over this side and mix that up? And, you know, maybe I'll just um, put it on this side of the counter. But I've seen Gordon
1: Ramsay do that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Gordon Ramsay doesn't feed our dogs. So, anyway... Little things like that just can get under my skin, and how do I communicate with him about it? And we have to work those things out. Yes, we are working those things out. So what's the next one? Keep going, I don't like this one. Another one,
1: you're gonna have um, um, fights, conflicts over this one, parenting, parenting. And I was talking to a great friend of mine who is a wonderful marriage and counseling therapist, Dr. Jonathan Koo, just yesterday. And Jonathan and I were talking about, when you look at couples with teenage kids, their level of marital satisfaction plummets, (laughs) but he was telling me, if you do some things we're going to talk about over the next several weeks. It will, it will soar.
0: Yeah, and even today, communication-wise, yes. because what happens, basically, when you get married? When Ed and I first started dating, it started with a phone call, and it continued with phone and calls. And the communication
1: was easy, too. It was too. easy, it just... the
0: phone would ring, and I mean, I would be out of breath running to the phone to grab it. And talk kind of like for today. hours. I remember we I had a, a swing in my bedroom. It was one of these wicker screens, uh, swings, and everything is retro. It comes back because now they're selling them at every store. I had the original. And so I would sit in that swing and I could talk to Ed for hours. In fact, my mom or my dad would have to come in and say, Lisa, it's time for bed. Tonight's school night, whatever. I, we could just talk. The communication is how it started. But somehow along the way we get busy. And especially when you add children into the mix, even even the birth of a child creates a barrier for communication. That's why the date night is so important so that you build in margin, build in space for communication. So different stages along the way can become barriers for communication. And you have to
1: anticipate these stages and know these stages can be absolutely amazing. It's not negative. You just have to understand, okay, this is a conflict, this is a barrier, this is something that we really have to work through. Now the 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 other issue that that we deal with in marriage is sex. And I've learned to tell Lisa no when it comes to sex all the time.
0: I'm not. Not tonight.
1: Nervous. I'm <laughs> not in the mood. I have a headache. <laughs>
0: Just keep going.
1: No. That is something that is something that you will have to deal with. As I said last time, rarely, this is a shocker I know for the young people, rarely are both of you equally in the mood. Again, if you're on some vacation in Cabo, I understand. But as far as after the honeymoon, I mean it it doesn't always happen the way it does in the movies.
0: So you need to communicate about these things. Yeah, you do. Basically communication is about the exchange of information. It's about affirmation and it's about confrontation. So we thought we would unpack today some of the basics for conflict resolution, for confrontation through communication, but doing that in the proper way.
1: But before we begin even getting into that, because if we just talk about, okay, here's some helpful hints that we've learned, or here's some things that we can do, why not watch Dr. Phil or read some self-help book? Well, we have a much deeper and bigger power than that. We have the gospel of Jesus Christ, the gospel of God. The gospel yep. gives us the sauce, the juice to do what we're talking about because the first thing we have to understand is when it, when it, when it comes to God, we have to settle our conflict with God. That's right. We have to settle that with God. The Bible says in Romans five ten, while we were God's enemies, I was born as an enemy at war with God. We were reconciled to him through the death of his son. God saw this conflict. He sent Jesus to pay the price on Calvary to rise again, thereby giving us the opportunity to be reconciled to God through Christ. Jesus comes into our lives. We have the power of the Holy Spirit operative. Marriage is the only relationship that's analogous to God's relationship with his people the gospel gives us the power so whenever i'm in a conflict with lisa whenever she's in a conflict with me first thing i have to do is take it to god and if i'm spending time with him regularly all of a sudden i i am am commanded and i am energized even though i don't feel like it to reconcile the relationship. That, that's
0: one of the great things that Ed and I found through both of us reading the chronological Bible together because we were literally on the same page. And we both do our quiet time in the mornings or read our Bible in the mornings early. And so we start the day with that foundation. And so that makes it easier for when there's an issue, for when there's something you want to deal with, to, to pray about it first before you, you know, throw it That's at right. the at your spouse. And
1: if you think too loose about how God communicates to us in such a a mm-hmm. perfect fashion through so many different ways, so many different word pictures, we're simply taking that and and living that out. So when you look at the cross, there's the vertical aspect to it. And also a a horizontal aspect.
0: But it it seems like, it seems like prayer is the last thing that we do before we enter into a confrontation. Mm -hmm, It just, mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't, it's not our first go-to thing.
1: You know, the Bible says too, in Ephesians four, that we we should not let any unwholesome words or comments. we, We shouldn't let any of that stuff emerge from our mouths. Woo. That's, that's, that's tough.
0: Actually, the Chapter four of Ephesians That's is it. just full. Treatise on of, communication. It's, it is a treatise on communication. So I would suggest reading that. Do you remember the time, Lisa,
1: own. years ago, pardon me for interrupting, but I remember the time several years ago. Okay, wait a minute. Stop, when, stop, okay. stop, stop, stop.
0: I'm right. going to interrupt you back. Okay. Can I just tell you that this week, Ed told me, he goes, Lisa, the twins, which, you know, they're both married, have children, but they still are the twins, like little girls to us. And they told Ed, they said, dad. Make sure mom doesn't interrupt you while they're speaking together.
1: Is that hilarious?
0: Make, make sure that she looks interested in what you're saying. Okay, keep going. Welcome have, to my yeah. world, people.
1: <laughs> can you believe they said that? Yeah. yeah. Well, I can.
0: Who interrupted? Well, I
1: was, I was taking, this is a long time ago, and I've, and I've written about this, but I want to say this again because it's so fitting, fitting to, to this, this text I just quoted about unwholesome talk. I took one of our twins uh, fishing. I mean, she was maybe four or five years old, and we were catching these little fish, you know, in the pond or whatever. And so I always return to the lake or pond every fish I catch. And she was like, Dad, Dad, I want to take one home and show mom. I go, Okay, I mean, okay, you can take one fish home. And show it to your mom. What I didn't realize, though, she'd caught another one, and with my back turned, she put the other fish in my tackle box, closed it, and we're talking about July, triple degree Texas heat. I put the stuff up, the tackle, my rod and reels, and everything in the in the garage. About two or three days later, we smell something in our house, and
0: we thought something had died inside the walls, but yeah. It was a fish in a tackle box. It was box. a fish in the
1: tackle box. And when I began to study the word unwholesome in the original language, I promise you, hand lifted up, spoiled fish is what is behind that. So when I spoil a conversation, good. the whole house will stink. That's how important this is.
0: You know, your children, so, your children are actually learning communication yeah. skills from you. Yes. They're they're getting their cues for how to communicate. And when Ed and I got married, we brought our past communication skills into our relationship those things that we saw our parents do, then we started doing it. So it's such a motivation, if you will, to communicate God's way with a prayerful attitude so that we're carrying that into the next generation.
1: Okay, well let's go through very, very quickly because of the gospel of of, of God. Let's go through some things, Lisa, that, that we've learned, that we've observed things that we do after we say I do, and things that we don't do after we say, I do. And I call this sound communication. Ears and your mouth. In the book of James, it tells us that we're to be quick to listen and slow to speak. Two ears, one mouth. We should listen twice as much as we speak. The first one, here's what you don't do. Don't ignore your
0: pulse rate. If you feel that your pulse rate, now Ed, Ed knows his pulse probably without even putting his fingers on, on the pulse. He just has that intuitive sense of his body. I can feel my body. heartbeat. He can feel his heartbeat. It's I weird. can't, but I can know when the temperature's rising. And that means that my emotions are taking over. If your pulse rate is above 90, or in Ed's case, maybe above 100, then you have just uh, become totally influenced or mostly influenced by your you emotions. You can't reason anymore. You you can't reason. I mean that's a known physical fact. It's your, the way your body is connected to God your emotions. It. So if you're in one of those states where you just are getting angrier and angrier and angrier, back up because that's not the time you need to be communicating. That's not the time that you need to be articulating your emotions mm-hmm. to your spouse. Back up, let your heart rate calm and then proceed.
1: Here's something else. Don't use absolutes, like never say never, never say you always, and I think we, we know that, yet in the heat of the moment, we like to throw out those absolutes. Now This is just
0: something to consider. Phrases. Do you think it's more of a female thing to use absolutes yes. or a male thing? <laughs> I think it's well, more of a female. I'll, yeah, I'll it just is, say that. That's more of a temptation. And this for me. next
1: one, I think, is definitely, definitely more female, female because yeah. you have to be a lot smarter than a man to, to keep up with the history. Don't get historical. Not hysterical. Well, that too. Don't get historical.
0: If you go historical, you usually become hysterical. At least that's my case. But I can remember things. I mean, we might be talking about an issue, but I can remember things from a long time ago. And it's unfair and can, to bring that up. Is, it really it is, is. is very unfair. Okay, we'll answer that one in a minute. Yeah.
1: How about this? Don't name call. That's mm-hmm. more me. I, I tend to imitate and uh, sing and joke around. You don't. You don't think so? Yeah, I do that. That's funny.
0: You can say it. (laughs) Okay. I had to get permission. It's usually not a good idea to get permission up here. I should have done that backstage. But anyway, so, you know, you're not supposed to say you're acting just like your father or him to me. You're acting just like your mother. It's a temptation because guess what? We are going to act like our parents. That's that's a big temptation. But I do have this little thing and Ed's brother and I actually both do this for Ed. When he does something that's very much like his dad, which his dad is a great guy, but he does have his little idiosyncrasies. Yes. Um, his father's name is Homer, and so we have what we call an H card. And if something, we just held this. It's like
1: H. Yeah, they, she does that.
0: That's the H.
1: It's like a hip-hop so artist. So it's
0: subtle, but it's really not right. I'm sorry. That is really not and good. And sometimes,
1: here, here's what I it's do. It's basically
0: name-calling, but with sign language. Yeah,
1: and I'll, I'll, sometimes, <laughs> I'll sometimes sing a classic rock songs like Lisa's mom in her he did. mother's I voice. I mean,
0: even in, in honor of her now. Yeah, I do. In honor memory. of her. But my mother loved it. My mother absolutely loved this. Not me so much. Don't stop believing. (laughs) Okay. Uh, And okay, so we're making light and this is kind of humorous. Yes, it's humorous. But it's not humorous when you're throwing your spouse um, into a a category of a bad habit of you're just like. uh, Or you could do it in a different way where you're comparing your spouse to your best friend's spouse and saying, I wish you were more like, whoa, hmm." very, very
1: and because every marriage deals with the same issues.
0: Yeah. And you're basically making fun of God's creation. That's right. You're comparing, um, the gift that God has given you with someone that's not in this relationship. Okay. Here's another one. Don't threaten. No, the D word.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, if you do this, I'm I'm walking out. I'm leaving. If you do this now, obviously Ed has talked about some of the grounds for divorce. We know that, and we're going to be talking about that next time. But to threat to constantly threaten because what you do is you minimize uh, the the severity of what you're going through. If you're always threatening, if you're always threatening, it it kind of decaffeinates. Yes, it does. The subject that you're trying to deal with. Plus, there's no resolve. You're saying I'm done. You're saying I don't care anymore, so I'm not going to work on this. And that's your issue, not the issue of your spouse. Your willingness to quit so easy mm-hmm. is your issue.
1: Don't score keep.
0: Do you and I do
1: that? No, we don't really score no, keep.
0: But because you, I mean, do. your
1: your record is like four thousand three hundred twenty-one <laughs> arguments one. Mine, I, I maybe have won three or something.
0: Yeah. So. I don't know. We just don't tend to, I can't, I can't remember well enough to yeah. keep up like that. I mean, I, re, I can remember the history of an argument, but I can't remember oh, who won Oh, Here's
1: the last one of this, negative, and, this and then, then we're going to go one. positive. Don't correct now, men, women, we love to correct our spouses when they're telling a story or saying something, you know, oh no, it wasn't 14. It was 15. And it I, wasn't in Mexico. I, I, it was in Belize. And
0: I was really, you know, really bad at this. Give me a when break. We, I was bad at this when we were first married until we started realizing, okay, this counseling, whatever yes. came into play. And I learned my lesson, but I will tell you when I'm sitting on the front row right here in Grapevine or at any other campus and Ed's telling a story sometimes in my head, I'm like, but it was da, 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 da. And it was, no, it wasn't that year. It was the year before. And I, In my head, I'm doing that. But what difference does it make? First of all, I'm not going to run up on the stage and say, honey, excuse me, you have those facts wrong. But basically, when your spouse is telling a story or in a conversation, they're on a stage and you're not supposed to correct them. It's just, it's demeaning.
1: And then sometimes Lisa will be telling a story and I'll be like, oh man, that was so funny, but she didn't say the
0: funny She missed stuff. the punchline. She
1: didn't say it and I want to say it because I like hey, funny stuff. As an
0: introvert, be thankful I was telling a joke. I know, I know,
1: okay. <laughs> but the Bible says in Proverbs 15, one, again, this is living out the gospel. A gentle answer turns away wrath, but harsh words cause Quarrels. Now we're going to talk about what we do. Do understand your communication style and your conflict resolution style and what you grew up with. We've kind of talked about it already and how that plays into it. And that
0: was, that was, uh, what was very helpful about seeking, um, counseling, Christian counseling, because it helped me understand how conflict was resolved or conflict was dealt with poorly in my home. And just my family, my mom, I, I've shared with this force before, she struggled with depression. So often she had an attitude of giving up, walking away, walking out. And so a lot of times, I would tend to shut down because of that. Rather than deal with it, just shut down and think, oh, well, this is just the way it is. It wasn't that I was threatening divorce, it wasn't that I was even thinking that way, but shut down. So you have to recognize those things that were good about your family of origin and those things that were not good about your family of origin and how they communicated. And then see the style of your spouse. Ed communicates, he thinks out loud. He just thinks out loud, so he's he dreams, he's visionary. And, and he, I'm talking
1: when I'm doing this; I'm not just sitting there oh, no, thinking. No, 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 he, he drives people he, crazy. He'll
0: think and say things like, you know, uh, here's a weird example. But what if we put a slide from the upstairs to the downstairs in our living room? Wouldn't that be cool for the kids to? Sli- and I'm just thinking that is the dumbest idea I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> And how much would that cost? And who are you going to get to build it? And what if we sell our house? Who wants a slide coming down into their living room? So all of a sudden, I've gone to all these different things when I have to realize that it is just like, Wondering what it would be like. Yeah. And he has no intention whatsoever of building a slide in our living room. But in my mind, I'm thinking he's serious. It took years for me to figure out that a years. lot of the things that Ed was saying was never gonna happen. That was his communication <laughs> That's skills.
1: Good. That's funny. That
0: was his communication yes. skills. That's and really then good. the thing that I'm sure I'm just going to speak for you frustrates no. Ed is that he says something. I'm going to shoot it down. Oh, that's not practical. That's not. Uh, that can't. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why you why you would even be thinking about that. It costs too much. It it would take mm-hmm. too long. And how would it affect this? And and rather than let it process our communication. Defense. Yeah,
1: Lisa. Lisa, you would tend to be a defender. Oh yeah. Like mm-hmm. if 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 I say something about a certain situation, a certain person, a certain restaurant or whatever, Lisa's going to be quick to defend it. I don't mean in a, in a mean way, but just to say, well, they just had an off night at the restaurant. Yeah. But Lisa, we sat for 30 minutes before we got our food, something like that. You know, that it, can... it's,
0: I mean, and it's a positive thing to defend people yes. to an extent, but when it contradicts your spouse continually, it is not. So I had to realize that that Ed is expressing a concern, and the use of a restaurant as an illustration is kind of, you know, on the shallow end of how that would play out, maybe. So, okay. (laughs) Wow. Okay. No, I I didn't. I didn't mean your your illustration was shallow. I'm just saying there are more serious ways that I do. There are. There are yes.
1: I was trying to take the high road. High road. So let your spouse talk. That's important. Listen to them. Know what kind of speaker, communicator they are by the body language, whatever. That's huge. You, you talked about that.
0: Oh, and in the video. Okay. when um,
1: Was that she, video great? Man, our said... team here dropped the mic. They're, okay. they're, they're ridiculous. Johnny Cash. I fell into a burning ring of fire.
0: That's so good. Is that good? That
1: is so good. Hey, let me let me uh, uh, you uh, brag sung for a second. That. You I wanna, I wanna, sung I wanna that. brag right quick. And you know, whenever you brag about a celebrity, <laughs> it means you don't know them. Whenever you see a picture with someone in their office or online with a celebrity, it means they don't know them. I happen to, and I've told this before years ago. I happened to be on stage in the Superdome when I was twenty-one years old, right before our marriage, Johnny Cash performed literally I mean like right here by me June Carter a couple of seats down President George Bush and Billy Graham one stage I was 21 one day I can tell you the whole details I didn't even know how awesome it was I was so clueless I was thinking about marriage and our honeymoon and there's Johnny Cash <laughs> I <laughs> fell into a burning ring
0: I don't think he had recorded that song yet but either yes, he way had. Okay. Oh yeah yeah Oh he had? yeah yes okay yes, yes, yes. sorry correction <laughs> okay, good. we got to All right. We got stuff to give say. Give respect.
1: You got to give respect. Respect
0: is the basis. It's the foundation of communication because Genesis says we, in the book of Genesis, it says we become one flesh. So if I am disrespectful to Ed, I'm really being disrespectful to myself. We are one flesh. So if I intend to hurt him with my words, to, mm-hmm. to cause harm with my words, then I'm causing harm to myself. Respect is the foundation. I'm going to tell you
1: another dog story because we've had so many dogs our entire lives, but I, I called a bull mastiff breeder years ago. And this woman answered the phone. She was like, Hello. I go, hi, I'm calling about your your puppies for sale. Oh, yes, we have 17 bullmastiff puppies for sale. And oh, there's Lulu. There's mommy. She's so cute. How are you? Just one second, my husband wants me. What do you want? (laughs) I'm on the phone trying to sell a dog. Anyway, uh, (laughs) I would love for you to come down and see. I'm thinking like.
0: Disrespectful.
1: Disrespectful.
0: Give respect.
1: Tell, tell me your philosophy. This is a great story, Lisa, about why women love dogs more than men. Why women are usually the dog breeders. This is interesting.
0: Okay. Well, unconditional love, you're totally in control, um, of their schedule in life. Crate them when they're disobedient, play with them when they're not disobedient. It's just, I'm pretty sure that's about it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we love dogs. Okay.
1: Is it true? Sometimes you put me in the crate no, with our great name?: no, 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 no. Okay.
0: I've thought about it, but I yeah, haven't done thought,
1: it. Okay. okay no, How about no. this last one? Last one. Do, do compliment publicly and privately, yes. Lisa.
0: The greatest compliment that Ed gets is from me. No I, doubt. No, no one can compliment him and have it mean more than me. And nobody can compliment me more than Ed and have it mean more. He just, we are to build each other up, to affirm. It's one of the greatest, that's your, I would say that's one of your love languages is affirm words of affirmation. Yes. And it's so important to compliment in public. Don't contradict in public, compliment in public.
1: Yeah. Well, this has been so great. You know, we could go on and on.
0: I think that's some sound advice.
1: That's very sound sound advice. advice.
0: Thank you for listening. And thanks to all who give so generously to this ministry. It's because of you that we can continue this show and equip people with the hope of heaven. You can click the link in the description to support the show or visit edyoung.com. There you can also be resourced with bonus content for free, including a daily devotional.